The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton, and we are going to talk about the bait-and-switch recruiting process involved in sex trafficking. Now, most of you that listen, listen on the archive shows or the evening show or like that. But if you are listening on this show live, you are invited to call in. That number is 866-472-5788. 866-472-5788. Now, you have to do that while we're live. If you're listening to the archive show, you won't be able to call in. However, you can reach me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. All of these shows are archived at exploitedcrimes.com. That is exploitedcrimes.com. You just go to the Listen tab, go all the way to the bottom, and you'll have the latest ones. The reason I say that is in case you want to download the show or share it with others. So I have been uh, doing research on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography now for, oh, about 11 years. I have looked at literally tens of thousands of cases, and I am an instructor over at USC for the Safe Communities Institute, and I also serve with the LA Fire Training Academy and also with the Riverside County, that is in Southern California, Riverside County Sheriff Department. I am the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force, as well as reporting to the Department of Justice. Now, the only reason I bore you with all those details is that I want you to understand that I deal with real cases. I study real cases. I get involved with real cases. I sit with parents who are missing their kids, and I sit with kids who are in trouble, and I get reports of sex trafficking cases. So what is important here is this show is an education show so that you can stop it, whether you're a first responder. It is my position to empower you to be able to see it, understand it, and be able to report it and help get these people off the street and help them get the help that they need. So that is the goal of this exercise, this show, and I am grateful for the people who donate the money uh, to make this show possible. So with that, I want to analyze at least four shows, uh, four cases, excuse me, not shows, four cases that I believe really get this. As I understand it, we all call it grooming, and I myself have a book called Seduce, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. But one of the things that I come to understand in case after case after case is oftentimes the methodology used by the pimp is to involve another woman and also use what I call bait and switch. Certainly, these kids are groomed, and that grooming process is all about building a fantasy in that kid's mind. 
But what I've come to understand is in the, most of these cases, it isn't really new under the sun for the tactics. It is the old-fashioned bait and switch. And so then I say to myself, how do I educate kids so they don't get, they don't get sucked up into it? Um, and it isn't just kids, by the way. It's in adults also. So the first one I'm going to look at today is a headline called Houston Rapper uh, Jaime and Sims Convicted of Sex Trafficking of a Minor. Now, all of these cases and all the links to the cases are at millionkids.org or exploitedcrimes.com. Go to listen. Go all the way down. This will be the last show if you uh, pick. Or if you're doing it quickly, they'll be on there for years probably. But I want to talk about this particular case because it is, in fact, old-fashioned bait and switch. In this case, he was a local rapper. He went by the name of Saucy Lean. Now, I talked about this, about the rich and famous and the Epstein thing, and maybe we'll refer to the Epstein thing off and on because he used a lot of bait and switch. Um, he just killed himself uh, or was killed. Nobody's really sure. There's a lot of comments going on about that uh, out there. But he, as you understood the tactic, it usually involved a woman, and it usually involved making them believe that they were going to be part of a very wealthy lifestyle. And um, and then they would find out that they were really just getting the crumbs of those lifestyles and being used, which is the case with Houston rapper uh, Jemayan uh, Sims. And uh, in this case, he was convicted. He found they, he was found guilty uh, by a jury. By the way, I thought that was interesting. Uh, on this, as I looked at it, he was arrested two years ago after they rescued a teenage girl from a motel off a of North Freeway. He and two co-defendants posted the teen services on Backpage. He faces up to life in prison and will be sentenced in August. So they hadn't sentenced us at the time at the article. But here's what I want you to see. He was convicted of trafficking underage girls for sex. He went by the name Sauce Lean as a member of a local rap group, The Sauce Factory, now facing sentences to commit sex trafficking. What had the sauce factory has previously been tied to gang activity on there. I want I wanted to point that out. Now here's the part I want you to see about the bait and switch. Whenever I analyze these cases, I try to put myself in the place of the victim and also the perpetrator and what I can train law enforcement to see what it can see. It said in one entrance he directed the other co-conspirator to find a girl for prostitution. I believe in that case, what he's doing is using his bottom girl out on the street. is called bottom hoe, bottom bitch. I don't like to say those words. Uh, it's just not dignified enough. But uh, usually they will send the girl out to do the recruiting because a girl trusts another girl. And this is where the bait and switch begins. That is exactly, by the way, what Epstein did, if you are to believe everything that's in the print. He would often send uh, Maxwell out or others out to recruit other girls. Once he had a girl that was consistently coming in and performing sex act, he would send her out. That is very, very common to do that. In this case, uh, he directed the co-conspirators to find a girl for prostitution. In this case, it's a 17-year-old girl who was picked up from her home and taken to his 5,000-square-foot home in northwest Houston, known as the Mansion. 
after a brief stay there, and I bet you we're talking hours, it came out that she was taken to the Express Inn where she was given an identification card to rent a room. Sims then directed another person, only identified in the release as an adult victim, to take photos of the girl online. The victim said she was afraid of Sims because he always carried a gun and, according to testimony, assaulted some of the women he was trafficking. She said she wanted to be arrested because she was afraid Sims and others would think she was speaking to law enforcement on their own. So we have uh, two more defendants with him. One's a female named Tabitha Mangus, and uh, the other is Gary Sean Haynes of Houston. So here's what I want you to see and think about this. You have a 17-year-old girl. She meets another girl. She trusts her. And what happens here is the girl says, hey, I, you know, I hang out with uh, Saucy Lean, the rapper, and I can get you a contract. Maybe, you know, maybe you can be in his rap band with him. And the fantasy begins to build. The stars begin to form in her head. She begins to think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get to meet the rapper. I'm going to be part of his group. Uh, I'll get to, you know, hang out with him. And, and when he's famous, I'll be famous because I'm hanging out with him because he's famous. And on and on and on. And that is where the bait begins. And it usually begins with another girl. And it usually begins with a promise of a high life, uh, living better than you are, having something more than you currently have, uh, taking that shortcut to to fame that that is often touted out there in our in our movies and our our lifestyle and uh off she goes but what is interesting here in the bait and switch is that she's not at that mansion very long i'm not even sure she went in the front door um usually they'll sneak you in the back door on there and then tell you how lucky you are to be with them Now, I found this interesting because he's part of a gang or believed to be part of a gang activity, according to this. At least the Sauce Factory, uh, his rap group, was connected to a gang. More and more you're seeing teenage guys that are part of rap and and R&B that are using their fame to lure in kids and what they're really won't understand is that they're going to end up being part of a gang sex trafficking ring. That is, you're going to see that in some of the next cases that I analyze. But just imagine this 17-year-old girl as she goes into a 5,000-square-foot mansion, eyes just, you know, starry-eyed, oh my gosh, she's she's going to meet the rapper, maybe he'll fall in love with her, maybe he'll marry her, maybe she'll be part of the band, and on and on and on, and they very quickly just run her right through the mansion and down to the Express Inn. Now, I don't know what the Express Inn is, but it doesn't sound like the Marriott to me. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, I don't know. But what happened then is immediately there are the female adult victim is there starting to get the girl in nude clothing, uh, nude or, or seductive clothing or no clothing and taking photos of her to be advertised online. So how quickly did that dream crash? Probably within an hour, two hours, five hours at the most. And her life changed forever as she began to realize that she was never going to be part of a rap group, but that she was being photographed for sex acts. 
Now, maybe they're still lying to her and saying, you know, the rapper likes these photos, but I doubt it because she's already at a cheesy motel and ha- and having nude photos taken of herself or photos where she's in a sex act. She said she was afraid of Sims because he always carried a gun. According to the testimony, he assaulted some of the women he was trafficking. You know, this is some of the bait and switch. They look sexy. You know, they... they uh, Carrying a gun is not something they normally hide in gangs. And so, you know, all of a sudden her life has changed and she's being put out for commercial sex. This must have been particularly violent sex because what what she said here is that she wanted to be arrested because she was afraid Sims and others would think she was speaking to law enforcement on their own. What does that tell you about the threats that she's receiving the kind of talk that's going on around her. If she's wanting to be arrested for what is obviously going to be prostitution, then this tells you that this went from being really famous with this great guy to being part of a, of a situation where you're being threatened by guns. So this is Opal Singleton. The show is called Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break, so we're going to be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. 
seduced. The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the bait and switch method of sexual trafficking and recruitment and grooming. Uh, As I've started to study these cases over the many years that I have, one of the things that we see is that usually it starts out with the victim being groomed where they believe, even if it's just for a short period of time, which is the case in the case I'm about to read you, where they believe their life's going to be better and they fall for the bait and then it's very quickly switched. And uh, the bait and switch thing has been around for eons, but it is reaching levels of uh, atrocities on human life in ways that we have never seen. And it's reaching epidemic proportions, I believe, because we have gangs and social media and gangs using social media. Now, the case I just talked to you about involved a gang and a rapper. Now, this case is completely different than one I'm going to read now and share with you. It's a Vacaville, Vacaville woman went home with a stranger from the bar. Police say she was then trafficked all over the country. This is the latest case, August 19th, so, and today is August 22nd that I'm, that I'm making this um, radio show. So three days old, and it caught my attention because it's kind of the old-fashioned way that it worked, except it involves another woman and human trafficking and maybe a different scenario than the ones that we normally are used to. So I wanted you to take a look at this. In this case, uh, a woman, we, they called her Jane Doe. She's an adult. She went into TJ's Tavern up in Vacaville, probably a local dive somewhere. Oh, it might not be a dive, might be a hot spot. Who knows? Anyway, she struck up a conversation with another woman. Here we go again. And opened up to her about her financial problems that she was having and that she was recently breaking up. 
with uh, someone in her love life. The woman is 28-year-old Sarah Kiosha Smith. She invited Jane Doe back to her home to spend the night watching movies and talking some more, and Doe agreed. So all looks okay. They wake up the next morning. You know, she's found a new friend at the bar who listened to her, and, you know, it's time for her to go home. But instead of that, Smith uh, and her roommate, which is a male, which happens to turn out to be a pimp, told Doe they wouldn't be taking her home at all. By spending the night and eating breakfast, Doe had racked up a debt, they allegedly explained. If Doe wanted to pay it off, she had to prostitute for them. Now, I don't know if it was possible for our Jane Doe to get out of there at that point. I don't know that. We don't know. We can't put ourselves in her place to see how safe it was. My guess is this was all a ruse, that they've done this many, many times, and it's not their first time, and the girl could not get free. But if the if that ever should happen to any of you all out there, or you know someone, get the heck out now. It will never get any better. It's that simple. The minute somebody tries to coerce or lure or threaten or extort from you, if there is a way out without losing your life, get out. Now, we don't know that she could, but I just wanted to point that out while we're learning things here. What followed, according to the police, was a five-week ordeal where Jane Doe, Smith, and her pimp identified as Joseph Angelo Hernandez. So let me get this straight. This girl is uh, a young adult woman. She meets a girl who's 28. That girl, Sarah Kiosha Smith, has a pimp who's 50. You're starting to get the photographic idea here of what this is looking like. This lasted for five weeks before she got free. That Doe Smith and her pimp traveled the country, staying in hotels and making thousands through prostitution, which covering while covering their expenses by maxing out Doe's credit cards. So do you get what's happening here? They're living on her money and her body, and they're keeping all the money and running up the debt, and she is being exploited, and she is getting nothing from that. Doe would later tell detectives that Hernandez threatened to go after her family if she ran away from them, and that him and Smith took all the money while the debt continued to rise. By the end, they allegedly told her she had to work off an additional $5,000. So one of the most common tactics that they do to keep a person enslaved is to threaten the person's family. And historically, you've given some information about your family. Okay, maybe if you've applied for a modeling career, you've filled out an application, and so they will use that against you. Maybe you've just talked about, you know, where your folks live or uh, where your kids live, if you have kids and like that. They will almost always threaten to go after the family. If you as social workers and first responders out there, uh, one of the most important key words to watch out for is they said they were going to hurt my family. Now, most of us have a tendency to discount that. We say, well, you know, they, they really wouldn't do that. 
Well, you don't know that. You need to take that very seriously. At a certain point, so what she's in here is what we call debt bondage, by the way. She is turning tricks all day long, making money for these people. Her credit card is paying for the hotels, and they're keeping all that money. And not only that, by the end of the day, she now owes them $5,000 more than when she started. At one point, she realized there's no way she was ever going to get out. The price would continue to keep going up. Eventually, while meeting a couple in Sonoma County who responded to a prostitution ad, Doe revealed she was being held against her will and convinced the couple to help her call a ride. She escaped and called police. Now, I want to dissect that sentence. First of all, she's being advertised out there, and a couple shows up for a threesome. That happens. You know, you get more money. The pimp gets more money if you're part of a threesome. So she's got a a couple there, and somehow she's convinced the pimp and the girl to leave her alone long enough. Now, these people, she asked these people for help, and they helped her. That is extremely rare, first of all, that anybody would be willing to do that. Uh, because they don't want to get involved. They're admitting that they're buying prostitution. So now Hernandez and Smith are facing felony charges. Both of them are ordered to stand trial. Uh, Their attorney said Doe was being held against her will, pointing out to the numerous times she had opportunity to either flag police or get away from her captors. So both defendants are saying that their attorneys are disputing that Doe is a victim, that she did this voluntarily, and that she had many opportunities to run, and she chose not to. Hernandez is a rapper, here we go again, another rapper who goes by the name 6-4, who has also produced adult DVDs featuring himself on the cover. In in addition to his residence, he owns a home in Las Vegas, and he kept... Uh, and he kept reading a book called Pimpology. Well, Pimpology is sickening and revolting. I've read it. It is uh, sociopathic in nature, and it tells people how to abuse, especially women, but women and men. It is a manual for recruiting women into prostitution. He was permanently injured in a shooting and requires a wheelchair to get around, but that didn't stop him from using and abusing other people. According to the police testimony, um, Smith is the bottom B, meaning bottom bitch, a term that refers to the pimp's right-hand prostitute who helps manage the illicit business. The two allegedly pose for photos wearing crowns. That is a big sign that you're with a pimp and and like that, um, was to show that they were the king and queen of the trafficking ring. He allegedly had business cards printed out featuring a picture of him with nude women saying, do you want to make easy money, $500 to $1,000? He told police, Doe told, the victim told police that when they first approached her about prostituting, she was uncomfortable what went along with it. Later, she revealed to detectives it wasn't her first bout as a sex worker that she had done it for a four-month span. She told police that while traveling with Hernandez and Smith to Roanoke Park, Las Vegas, and Texas, she would ask to be taken home, and they had refused. She said that Hernandez told her he knew where her family lived and threatened to send bounty hunter-type people after them. When she was able to get away after five weeks, he left menacing voice messages on her phone. She testified that he said, best believe you and whoever's hiding you are going to feel my power. 
So what you have here is a hardcore pimp. It's that simple. And, you know, it all may have started sounding pretty good when she first got into this. It may have. I get that. But I also will tell you that the common way that this works for pimps is literally bait and switch. Starting to talk about easy money, you know, we'll all work together in this case. And the girl wasn't her first rodeo, but she is still a victim. She may have agreed to it one time. She may have agreed to it two or three times, but she could not get out. And that makes you a victim of human trafficking, even if you are an adult. It is that simple. And so I want to remind you here that that it often starts out looking really, really good, but it goes downhill really fast. If you know of anybody in this, help them get out. Help them see the light. Help them get help as fast as they can. Their lives are going to go downhill. This is Opal Singleton, and we're up against that break. Stay with me. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. 
If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello, and welcome back to uh, Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. As I say, beautiful morning out here in Southern California. Starting to cool off a little bit. It was 105 yesterday, but uh, it's good here. We are talking about the bait-and-switch method of human trafficking here. And uh, this is kind of heavy on my heart. But what drove me to choose this subject, and every morning I, I get ready for one of these shows, I say to myself, okay, what am I going to talk about and what is important? I've been studying this so long, and there are so many changes going on in this business. But this next uh, article, this next case is from our area. And it just uh, really, really tore my heart. And before I get started, I, I really want to say thank you to all the Million Kids supporters that make our work happen because it is the Riverside County Task Force uh, case that we're about to discuss. And without all your support, we could not make this happen. I live in Southern California, about 60 miles east of Los Angeles and maybe 90 miles north of San Diego out here in California. And uh, we have a huge amount of sex trafficking. California is almost always the number one state, and many of our victims are local teenagers. We believe that probably as many as 72% are local uh, young people, adults, and teenagers, but many of them are teenagers. And this is why I do this work. Now, I'm a poor widow. I lost my husband a couple of years ago. I'm, I'm making a recovery. I'm coming back around. But I do not have the funds to run this organization myself. We've been operating about 11 years, and we've trained over 300,000 people, and we're now getting ready to make a documentary to educate kids in school about how the Internet is made. I can't do this without the support of all you folks. We also help get the girls off the street. We use what we call an immediate aid program to assist law enforcement so that they can provide the means necessary to rescue these kids and get them off the street. We are not a victim service provider. This is simply a transitional program to get them into the victim services programs. And so uh, many of you donate money so that we can make that happen to the immediate aid program. And I want to say thank you for supporting us and our work. If you are interested in doing that, you can go to Million Kids. Uh, dot org and hit that donate button, or you can send in a check to Million Kids at P.O. Box 7295 Riverside 92513, and all that's at org. Okay, I want to talk about this case because it's heavy on my heart, and it's what drove me to have this particular uh, show today. The headline is, Rescue of Teen Sex Trafficking Victim Leads to Three Arrested and Charged in Ventura County. So this is an article from KTLA, but there are many articles on this subject that are identical. It's based on a press release. This started with our task force. I have an incredible task force that I'm the coordinator and trainer for 
called RCAT, Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. It is led by Sergeant John Sawyer, who is my hero. He's an incredible individual. I've reported to him for many, many years. We have a a great friendship, a great uh, partnership where I provide whatever they need as far as being able to help to get the person to trust them or maybe get some technology they might need to to be able to do this. This is a very difficult situation. In this case, we had an investigator, uh, an excellent investigator, by the way, and uh, he was working a case where they had a 16-year-old girl. I believe she was from Hemet. I'm not sure if I remember that part. Uh, and in this case, they had been trying to help convince this girl to get out of the life. They received a call that uh, after several weeks of the investigation, and this will often happen, you say, well, why does it take so long? Well, they move these kids all around. They change their names. They change the names they sell them under. They change their own names. They go by gang monikers. And you may have a case just ready to get a search warrant and go get, as in this case, And then suddenly they take her to another jurisdiction. They're knowing exactly what they're doing, by the way. So in this case, there were three men that were arrested in this. Uh, Javante Bess is 23. Uh, Alan Sherman is 29. And there's a third guy who they could not charge because they did. Oh, yeah. Kristen Joseph is the third guy. Okay. They have one girl. She's uh, 16, and they are putting her out for prostitution, uh, for commercial sex. So what happened is, is that as they were developing the case, our, our investigators were developing the case, she was suddenly relocated to Ventura. So our human trafficking investigator, who I know and admire greatly, notified the officials in Ventura County on May 22nd of the Riverside Girl and that she's probably being trafficked. Now, if you go to my webpage, you'll see the photos of these guys, and they're pretty nasty-looking characters, quite frankly. Now, I want to make a comment here. She's 16, and these are obvious gang members. I don't know if she met them online. I don't know if she met them through a dating site. I don't know if she's a runaway child that's in the system uh, and just was looking for a lifeline, which is usually what these guys do. They prey on foster kids. 60% of kids in prostitution come from the foster care system. And so what happened here is the teen uh, was taken to first Ventura County to a town called Newberry Park. And uh, then once she was there, the teen left Ventura County before they could track her down, the police could track her down, and traveled to Bakersfield area. And then after that, she went on to Madera and then on to Fresno. She was later found by the Madera County Sheriff following the search efforts involving law enforcement agencies around Southern and Central California. She was taken into protective custody and provided with services for sex trafficking victims. Um, Ventura detectives continue interviewing witnesses and serving search warrants to see who's responsible for victimizing the team. Uh, the investigators eventually learned the girl was in Ventura on two separate occasions during the month of May. At first, she was trafficked by Bess. A second time, she was victimized and trafficked by Joseph. As you began to read this on here, the discovery in the search warrant said that when they went into Joseph's home, this is 
Sirston, Sirston, I think it is, Kirsten Sirston's home. He found evidence of collection in the connection with the investigation and his role in the crime. Uh, Kirsten Joseph was found and arrested later uh, when authorities spotted him with Sherman and two women allegedly involved in prostitution in the city of Ventura. He initially gave authorities a fake name and his true identity before his true identity was determined. He was arrested for providing false information to a peace officer involved in pimping and trafficking one of the two women. Sheriff officials have described Sherman as a Bakersfield gang and Bess as a gang member from Fresno. So let me put that in English for you. I read these cases and that's 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 the work I do. But let's paint this picture now that you have the facts and the story in front of you. This is a young girl. She's 16. My bet is she's a girl either highly at risk from a bad home, maybe a foster kid, or I doubt that she, I would guess she had been previously sexually violated. I don't know if she met these guys on a dating site or she hooked up with them through a friend or they sought her out in some sort of group home, which they do. I don't know. But here's what I want to talk about with bait and switch. She starts out with one guy in Riverside. She's taken to another guy in Ventura. Right before her eyes, before she can even figure it out, she is given off to a gang guy in Madeira, who later then gives her to a gang guy in Fresno, who later then trades her to a gang guy in Bakersfield. What does that tell you? First of all, this girl could never imagine how bad this was going to get. Never, never, never. And I doubt that she would be able to really be able to reach out and ask for help. Thank God for law enforcement that they were willing to go through and stay with this girl and track her because that is hell. What that girl has lived through is the abomination of a lifetime. When you have been traded to three different gangs in less than two weeks, That is an abomination. That is devastation beyond anything you and I can ever imagine. That is trauma. That is PTSD. That is tearing at the soul. That is physical and mental distress that we are unable to categorize. But more important, what I want to see here, and not more important, equally important, is that we have developed law enforcement agencies that are willing to give up territory, work together, keep tracking until they can find you. The other thing it does tell you is these gangs are working together. These are all different gangs from different areas, and they're trading this girl back and forth for favors. So you're not going to be able to get this by just going after the sex buyer. This is gang trafficking at its worst. And, and this all started because a girl took up with one gang guy and her life began to accelerate and go downhill. And I want to be proud of the law enforcement for tracking this girl down. And I'm proud of the victim service providers that are going to come in and try to rebuild this girl. But I'm also proud of you for listening to this show and learning how this works so we can stop this. No man, woman, or child should ever have to live through what this girl has lived through. This is Opal Singleton, and we're up against that break, so we'll be right back.
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. 
Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton and we are talking about the bait and switch aspects of sex trafficking and uh, and exploitation. So I've just given you three cases here of how young girls, some adults, some teenagers got sucked in, thought that they were going to have a relationship of some sort or other. One was an easy money. One was probably thinking they're going to be a rap uh, person or at least fall in love with a rap person, and the other was a young lady who was traded by gangs. All of them are based on the idea that they're going to either get quick and easy money or that they're going to get fame or acceptance or inclusion or like that. This is very, very common mechanism in most exploitation cases. Now, I want to take it off a little bit different angle because there's some new things coming out that I want to add on to this because it has to do with bait and switch. There is a new uh, dating advertising site out. Quite frankly, it might turn out being much like the old back page uh, before this is over. It is disgusting, in my opinion. It is called HUD, H-U-D, and it's called the Hookup Blog. They make no bones about it whatsoever. They're talking about connecting people who want to have sex. They app for people who want the, and it shows a eggplant, I think. It's probably meant to look like a penis, but not the diamond ring on there. That is their advertising, and it goes downhill from there. Instead of swiping through singles around you one by one, you can see all the possible matches in your area, so they show you all of it. It is not like a regular dating site uh, on here where all communication is free, meaning you can message whoever you want when you want without needing to wait for a mutual like. In other words, it's a free-for-all. If your picture's on there, they can go for it. It's a dating app for everyone, whether you're a couple looking for a third. Did you get that? Whether you're a couple looking for a third or whether you identify or don't identify at all, meaning LBGT and like that. HUD is about making connections, not making your love life a will-they-won't-they-like-me-back game. In other words, this is a sex site, period. Uh, They even feature the Safe App app. HUD is the first dating app to integrate with Safe App, which offers cheaper STD checking and acts as an easy place to access and import your verified STD results. Now, this is this gives you an idea of the class of this place, okay? You log on and you post that you're STD free. And they get into hookup festivals and they even talk about, you know, how they brag about they'll post stuff that Instagram is taking down. This thing is, in my opinion, very, very risque. And if you want to be uh, abused and exploited, I would say you want to start with that particular site. No legitimate young person or old person, in my opinion, should ever be on that site. It isn't going to end up with a Christian relationship. Now, there is one more article I want to share with you. I think it's important. The FBI has issued a warning for Americans to be wary of confidence romance scams after the FBI saw a 70% annual rise in reported fraud on dating sites were used to trick victims into sending money, purchasing items, laundering or muling money for people online. The shift from basic fraud to money laundering is significant, it says on here, uh, because 
of the volume. In 2018, more than 18,000 complaints were received with losses, totaling more than 362 million. To state the obvious, this is just beginning. So what is happening is that they trick you in there. Uh, basically, they say threat actors using online dating to pose as U.S. citizens located in foreign countries, U.S. military members overseas, or U.S. business owners seeking assistance with investments, on and on and on. And so what is happening is that The pattern is pretty straightforward. It's a compelling profile. You get an online discussion. The fraudster starts to spin a story. There's a medical or legal issue, stolen wallets, loss of employment, a sick relative, a child gotten in trouble. Victims are asked for a loan to pay airfare, or they're just, the trickster's just visiting overseas. So all of that is a scam. More dating sites do not, most dating sites don't conduct a criminal background checks. Where I'm going with this, folks, is the world of social media is a risky world, and you better know who you're dealing with. More important, we need to teach our kids about that and how to protect themselves. This is really, really important because with big apps like TikTok and Like and and uh, Live Me and soon to be Lasso, all of those apps are going to put our kids on a worldwide stage. That means they're going to be able to hook up with tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and in some cases, millions of strangers. And they are going to be easily duped if they want to be famous, if they want to be liked, if they want to meet up with a rapper. We have to start today to educate our kids. That is the work of Million Kids, and that is why we're making the documentary. Folks, I'd ask you to put it in your heart. If you have uh, an interest in protecting kids and educating kids about how this all works and how to stay safe and prepare them for the next generation of technology users, Help us make this documentary and get it free in every school in America. If you're willing to come along with us, go to millionkids.org. That is millionkids.org. Hit that button, that donate button, and help us do this. We cannot do this without you. I can tell you that just this last week, we've been involved in seven significant situations where kids are at stake where they're being highly abused, where it's been really, really bad. And we have been able to provide all kinds of, of outreach and inter- interference and in, in, in being able to combat that. We can only do that because of your work. Please go to millionkids.org and donate. This is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are sponsored by millionkids.org. And I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next Thursday morning, 7 a.m. California time. Have a great week, folks. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week. We'll be right back. 